everybody. Welcome to the Hallmarkies podcast. We are so excited today to be talking about two of this weekend's Merry Happy Thanksgiving, whatever they said this weekend. Yeah. Uh, and we are talking about the movies that were on the 26th, so the uh, Friday movies, uh, and we're going to be dividing them up into smaller groups. We already did the uh, Nine Kittens of Christmas recap. And then the rest were, we're dividing into different groups. And so it's going to be fun. Uh, but today, yeah, we're talking about Christmas CEO and an unexpected Christmas. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I'm film critic Rachel Wagner and Jess is here. Hello, everybody. Yes. So did you have a good Thanksgiving? I did. It was pretty low key. We only had like one family get together to go to. So that was kind of mm-hmm. nice. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, we had, uh, it was like the opposite of last year, because last year, uh, mm-hmm. we it was just me and my parents, which was definitely a, kind of surreal. But then this <laughs> year, three of my siblings are in town. And so that was, and it was, it was busy because we had, we had one vegan, we had one <laughs> person, me who has to be low salt. And then my mom is gluten-free. And so we had like five <laughs> different kinds of stuffing. And I, right. Was, everyone just brings their own. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I said, next year we should just go to the buffet. I mean, this is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah but it, it was fun. It was fun. So, all right, well, let's talk about these movies. We'll start out with Christmas CEO and this stars Marisol Nichols and Paul Green, director Jonathan Wright and, and writer Anna White. And the plot summary is a small toy company CEO gets a once in a lifetime offer to merge with a mega toy company, but will need her strange ex-business partner signature to seal the deal. So Jess, what did you overall think about this movie? I thought this movie had a lot of potential because I thought Marisol and Paul had really, really good chemistry. Like they totally had the chemistry. However, it was kind of dampened by the plot, which I just found myself getting annoyed with because I sided with her character, Chris, most of the way. And I was just kind of annoyed with Paul's character the whole time. Yeah, I have to agree. And I don't know if I was a hundred percent feeling the chemistry to be, uh, to be honest, I, it wasn't awful, but it wasn't enough to save it for me, the chemistry mm-hmm. I have to say, but, and I, I was, I was really looking forward to it. Cause I love Anna White and she's a really great person. She did our, uh, watch along in November, uh, to check into Christmas. And that was really fun. And, I, I was pretty hyped from, you know, hearing her talk about it and everything. And, and I think that this is a very classic kind of Hallmark movie. Like this is mm-hmm. something that you, I feel like you would have seen in like 2015, 2016, kind of that era of Hallmark movie. And so maybe that's part of it. And I, but yeah, I agree with you completely. I was totally on her side for the and it but was, she just cast as the bad guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's like we're all the wrong side. Well, and usually it's sort of the male character in 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 the past that sort of learns the lesson of being less committed mm-hmm. to your job and being less, you know, whatever kind of your Mary Poppins, Mr. Banks kind of storyline. You know, we've seen that many, many times mm-hmm. in you know movies where and it is a cliche that I hate where the, where the, where the dad is giving the presentation and then he stops in the middle and he's like, I've got to go. And then he <laughs> runs and goes to, the, to whatever's the recital or the baseball game or the whatever, you know, right. I, I, 
I don't really love it when we do it for men, but for some reason it bothered me even more with her because I know how hard it is for a woman to get to that point where she is going to be made CEO. Like there's so few women CEOs. And so it was just kind of like, ah, don't do that. Yeah. And also like his perspective just didn't make sense. Like there, they had that whole conversation about the toy that she designed and she tells him, I forget what kind of toy it was, but she tells him that we lost money on that toy. Like it wasn't profitable. We couldn't, we couldn't produce it. And he's all, Oh, going with the money. (laughs) (laughs) But you need money to survive. (laughs) Otherwise there are no toys. Yeah. Like you can't produce a product that's, that, that is more expensive to, to make than, than you're going to, that's profit poor. That's, Mm -hmm. that makes no sense. I mean, unless you're literally Santa Claus, that's the only person who can do that. (laughs) And so maybe that would have been, well, there was a magical Santa in here, right? (laughs) Yeah. Surprise. Maybe at the end of Paul Green is Santa Claus (laughs) because otherwise his, his, uh, his philosophy didn't make any sense. And then for him to like judge her because of that was just frustrating. Yeah. And I like, I understand the point they were trying to make, like, she obviously needed some more balance in her life. Totally agree with that. But Mm -hmm. all they really needed was a slight compromise and it could have all worked. So it just felt a little too exaggerated for me. Like, yeah, it could have just been solved a little bit more easily. Yeah. It, 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 they could have had her get to be the CEO and get to the merger and, and work in the dollhouse into the new plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And once she's CEO, I mean, she's the top, top dog. So she can mm-hmm. delegate her heart's desire. She doesn't right. have to do anything. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because it, she would be, it's a merger and mm-hmm. it's not like, and I was confused also about the ending because so she, they have to start a new company. So did her company is now still merged, but she's not working for it. Or I didn't understand what really happened in the end. He signed. Uh, my understanding was there, there was no merger at all. And they just like changed her company or their company. I was confused they- about why they needed to do that. I, 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 I thought, well, what happened is like, surely they had some kind of equity in the company as far as intellectual property, other things yeah. like that that are going to be, they have patents, I assume of some kind uh, in the company. And so it doesn't just go away. Where did it go? Did they end up buying it? The, 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 the merger go through, but she's just not a part of it. Or I was confused about what well, no, I'm confused was happening. <laughs> I didn't really think about it, but now that you're saying that, I'm like, yeah, that doesn't really, why would they have to start over? I mean, they still like, if they just kept their company the way they were going to, and it was doing fine and they would just yeah. make the tweak that they wanted to make and because if it ended up having to be sold or the the sale had already gone through or something like that then why couldn't she still be CEO I don't know I was just kind of like what is <laughs> happening but we did get in the opening scenes we did get a shirtless Paul Green and that was pretty exciting <laughs> like is this really Hallmark yeah <laughs> the turn on lifetime <laughs> <laughs> that was good uh, <laughs> and, uh, and what'd you think of their little toy stand and the little kids? Oh, I thought it was cute. It's like it a little cute. Christmas lemonade stand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if they would sell that many, but Hey, I like the, I like the ingenuity. 
yeah they'd probably definitely operate at a loss but yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so we find out that uh that there's this proposed merger and i felt kind of sad about the uh the the uh ceo that they're doing the merger with they made her seem like the saddest person yeah <laughs> she'd been like been Kathleen. through husbands had like a horrible life yeah <laughs> Jeez. but hey she has a successful toy company <laughs> yeah yeah and <laughs> and then so she ends up she's going to be watching her niece emma and uh that was probably my favorite part of the movie is anything involving emma mm-hmm. i thought was fun yeah she was a good addition she kind of mm-hmm. balanced it out yeah yeah and uh then uh, we find out that he has a, oh wait, first, I did think it was funny though, that, so she is supposedly like not into Christmas or too busy for Christmas and yet, so she doesn't have a Christmas tree yet. She has garland on every piece of molding <laughs> and these like reindeer, like stuff everywhere. And everything like, that. <laughs> like you don't have a tree, but you have all this garland everywhere. <laughs> Maybe like garland's easier than a Christmas <laughs> Yes, way harder. Throw it up there. I don't know anybody that has garland that doesn't have a Christmas tree. That was yeah. I thought funny, and <laughs> I always love that in Hallmark movies when it's it, they'll have like an all-out Grinch, and yet they cannot have a shot. I mean, I think literally, like they have a rule: you have to have some kind of decor in every single <laughs> scene. And so, <laughs> like this this uh, Grinch character who has still has garland and reindeer statues and things like that which I think it's really funny and and then he we find out that he has a toy hospital that he so he takes care of toys and it didn't really seem like any of his toys that he was like repairing were all that like vintage looking you know what I mean like it didn't mm, look yeah. like I guess his dad is an antique dealer, but he, for some reason, is like, oh, I would never want to do that for a living. <laughs> <I'm> like, what? <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, it wasn't like it was like Tinker Toys from the forties or, you know, like mm-hmm. older kind of toys. It looked yeah. fairly modern. And he was disgusted by the idea of an app toy. <laughs> that was just the worst idea. Ever. How dare they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i mean we can't we can't be having that (laughs) yeah yeah i mean i feel like that kids like sort of an in-between maybe more now like maybe they don't play that many app toys but i think that they they like more than just sort of regular dolls stuff like that yeah i mean that's the times that we're in have to go go with the flow of the century i mean but then again i think kids still buy barbies i think you know legos things like that yeah yeah <laughs> i mean still have a little bit of both yeah compromise <laughs> in fact there's actually a really cute movie we'll talk about it in off network uh called eight bit christmas which is on a hbo max uh all about uh about this kid it's neil patrick harris he's narrating the story about his childhood and uh and he wants nothing more than to get a nintendo an original nintendo set it's really cute actually it was a good movie uh but 
And, and there's this whole subplot where the, the, his parents are trying to get a Cabbage Patch doll for his sister. Yeah. <laughs> there's always one of those toys every year. Uh, but he's refusing to give the signature because of what the company has become. It's nothing that he can relate to. Not, not what they started. And, and says, uh, and she says to him, running a business, you need to make a profit. And I wrote down in my notes, I'm on her side. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like any sensible person is on her side. Like, mm-hmm. of course you need to make a profit. Like, <laughs> otherwise your business is no more. And like, you can't help people. You can't give people jobs. You can't all the, you know, different things that are, you know, making the business successful. And like, the fact is, is that even the fancy expensive toys are made in China anyway. <laughs> so like, yeah, <laughs> it's all the same these days. Um, but so then, uh, let's see. Oh, one, somebody brought up a very good point. I thought on Letterboxd about this, where they said, they said, there are moments that felt like the niece character was supposed to be a young child, but for some reason, a tween teenager was, was cast and they didn't update mm-hmm. the script. And I agree I the that, same thing yes. <laughs> when he carried her, when she was sleeping, I was like, this feels weird. Yeah. Right. <laughs> You're not six. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. I mean, you expect that for yeah, five or six year old tops and yeah. she, she was 12, 13, something like that. Yeah. Cause I had the same thought too. When, um, um, Chris was showing her the like little fake phone thing. And she's like, that's lame. That's not cool. Well, I'm like, well, yeah, because it's made for a toddler, not for a teenager. <laughs> so of course it seems lame. Toddlers <laughs> love fake phones. <laughs> Cause they can't have a real one. Yeah. Yeah. So that was, that was, I think a very good point. And I, I agree. I thought that was a strange scene. Like we're supposed to be all tender and stuff. And I'm like, he's going to blow out his back. <laughs> <doing that. laughs> um, but Emma is bored with the, the app, likes the old toys. And then they had this whole Christmas movie night in the park. And that was really fun. I mean, I would love to go to something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, and it did kind of remind me of Gilmore Girls. They're always having those movie nights. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, But then he's, she's like, we'll get our social media people on this and we're going to promote it and everything like that. And he's like, oh, thank you so much. I'm like, yeah, now you want the help. Like, now you want the technology. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But it's for your little event. I, I and uh, so then they go skating. And Paul Green singing in there, not seen. That was kind of fun. Yes. And, and then they have, they go to like this Christmas fair kind of event mm-hmm. with the um, reindeer racing game. That looks really fun. I want yeah, to play it's that. Like fun. <laughs> I agree. But he was being really selfish and he storms off and he's leaving. And I was just kind of like, what? And I, and so he has all of these toys that they like started off with and they just all looked pretty bland. Like they were not great toys mm-hmm. or memorable toys in any way. Yeah. So, uh, and he says, money doesn't matter. And you're like, yeah, that's things rich people say, <laughs> you know, right. <laughs> Unfortunately, I mean, 
if anybody wants to sponsor the podcast, money matters here, please. <laughs> uh, so she's late for the presentation to the board. And, and so then yeah, you know, Santa she, turned off her phone. How dare you? <laughs> right. And then, uh, she, uh, Emma says, well, you should marry Joe, which I mean, it felt like they had only fought at that point. So I'm not sure why. Right. <laughs> <laughs> and then Emma sings and she had a very sweet voice. I thought mm. that yeah, was nice. It was good. Um, so then the board approves the merger and then Joe out of nowhere, all of a sudden says, I'm in love with you <laughs> when he didn't even seem like he respected her at all. Yeah. Because all this she cared is, about was money. Evidently. This was probably the scene that bothered me the most, yeah. especially when he's like, and she had like, made a point of it too like when he said the real Chris and it really felt like to me that he really only wanted a certain version of her and he didn't want to support or you know whatever the other version and it's yeah. not like she was doing anything terrible she wasn't defrauding the company or like being unethical she was just really business focused and I'm like it really feels like you're just yeah only saying I will only support this version of you because then he kind of basically left until yeah. she changed her mind and I was like I didn't, that didn't sit well with me yeah and you have to feel like these people are going to be happy together by the end of the movie yeah. that they need to be together and I just didn't I I felt like this is not going to last long this relationship I yeah. Mean, and yeah he didn't respect her he didn't respect her choices he didn't respect her accomplishments which is a big problem and like, what if, if their, their, his, if his vision of the company were to suddenly take off and everyone was supposed to start buying their toys, they, they would come into the same problems because eventually you have to have to increase your supply if there's the demand and you have to, as, and you, you run into the same problems as far as organizing your business unless you are literally running a one-man craftsman type <laughs> business but that's not what right. she that's not what they're doing I mean they are producing a product uh it's not like you know they're going to his store and getting you know a craftsman to make you a uh a piece of furniture or something like that like that's that's different but uh that's more of like a skill an artisan skill right. this is about producing a product, which they still are, whether it's the like one he approves of and, or the one that is actually profitable. I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, it's just like, what does he want from this company? I, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. So I agree. I thought I was just, and it, I didn't make any sense for his character, like the way that he had treated her. If he was really in love with her, would he have stayed away for seven years and then been completely disdainful of everything that she'd accomplished. I mean, yeah, it didn't make sense. It didn't make sense. So yeah, I agree with you too about that, that it was just very dismissive. And, and she's, she says to him, you're in love with a version of me that doesn't exist. And he says, I should never have given up on us. And like, okay. And then (laughs) she, she gets the signature and I mean, I would have, I think I would have liked, honestly, the movie a little bit better if she had just, if she had just ended up being the awesome CEO and, and right. <laughs> one year later, she's ruling things and it's great. Uh, but of course we can't cause it's Hallmark 
Uh, but <laughs> there's the Santa character, as you mentioned, that's throughout this movie. That's kind of wink, wink. Uh, <laughs> the whole thing. Maybe the real Santa. <laughs> yeah, the real Santa. Oh my gosh. Yeah, he certainly took his time seven years. I know. Uh, <laughs> uh, and he says, I think Christmas is any time, any day. Uh, and we find out the, the other CEO lady, she's, she's, it's a gift from my second husband. Uh, and he says the, the, uh, only thing that survived was, uh, that, uh, that this gift, the mug, I think it was a mug. It was the oh, only thing that's so Oh, snow globe. That's right. Snow globe. That's the only thing that survived more profits, more product. <laughs> Such a sad, we need to make a movie about her next time. Yeah. Give her some, give her a love or something. Right. Um, <laughs> love and retirement. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and so evidently they didn't move forward to the merger. She's a free agent, which again, we talked about that doesn't really make sense. Um, but hoping they could start over and then they do this weird pinky swear which I get it was a tie back to the beginning, but I was kind of like, I don't know. I thought that was weird. And then finally <laughs> we get a one year later Yeah, we get our, our kiss at the end. Um, mm. So yeah, this one I didn't enjoy. I, I liked some of the stuff with Emma and uh, Marisol or Christmas, I guess her name was. And there were a few fun moments, but I don't know. One of my least favorite of the season. Yeah. How many crowns did you give it? I gave it 2.75. Cause I really, I did feel some of their chemistry and I felt like there was potential. So I gave it a little more, but it's just. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'll give it a 2.5. It wasn't like a total train wreck, but it, it, it wasn't my favorite. We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. Cozy up with A Very Bavarian Christmas, a delightful Christmas novel by Katie M. Reed. Holly Noel Brigham is trapped back in her hometown personalizing ornaments at the mile-long Christmas store, and she doesn't even like Christmas. As Holly works through fractured relationships and embarrassing misunderstandings, she stumbles upon love in the Bavarian-themed town from which she tried to distance herself. Best-selling author Crystal Payne says this about A Very Bavarian Christmas. If you're looking for a holiday-themed read that will warm your heart, but also make you think this is the perfect pick, the storyline and characters draw you in from the get-go, and you'll find yourself relating to their struggles and cheering for their victories. Available in paperback, ebook, and audiobook. Pick up A Very Bavarian Christmas for yourself and the Hallmark fans on your list at AVeryBavarianChristmas.com. That's a very Bavarian Christmas.com. Well, let's talk about an unexpected Christmas. And this one uh, was starring Bethany Joy Lentz and Tyler Hines. Uh, and it's directed by, or it's written by Paul Campbell. And it's Jamie hasn't told his family that he and his now ex-girlfriend Emily broke up. An inopportune run-in with Emily at the train station in his hometown, Jamie convinces her to pretend they're still a couple to avoid ruining Christmas for his family. Jamie and Emily engage in a week-long ruse of engaging in his family's holiday activities together. While they're stuck in his family's home together, the pair discovers their relationship might still have some potential, resulting in a very unexpected Christmas. So overall, what do you think of this one? I really love this one. I thought um, it had a really great snappy dialogue. It was funny. Um, They had good chemistry. 
and actually really like the family too. Um, it was a really nice family dynamic that they created um, with his family. And I mean, come on, we got to see Tyler in a inflatable unicorn costume. I yeah. mean, it doesn't really get any better than that. <laughs> yeah. And it, I really enjoyed it too. I had good banter. I really liked the family. I thought they were, were really, it felt like a family. It felt mm-hmm. uh, like something I could relate to uh, that I could imagine basically my family feels very similar to these people. And I, I thought that they had pretty good chemistry. I don't know if it is like my favorite Tyler pairing, uh, but I still thought overall they had, you know, good good chemistry. I have a little, I guess a little nitpick is I, I felt like the ending was a little rushed. Like he mm-hmm. went from I'm insecure and not ready to be in a relationship to, you know, proposing, uh, pretty quickly, uh, for a person. So that would be my only, but you know, let's, it's hard with these movies. Cause you just have such a limited time frame, right. but I, I don't know if you, did you ever watch uh, how I met your mother? I've seen a few episodes, not a ton though. I thought that Allison uh, Wanzura, that she seemed like reminded me so much of Colby Smolders play Robin in How I Met Your Mother. Oh, like, even her voice. Yes, I can see that. I can <laughs> so, see that. You're right. Her yeah. and and normally she's had blonde hair. Allison has a blonde hair in the movie she's in, and so I, I think that's why I never really you know made that connection. But because she had the brown hair, just like. Kobe and I was just like this is so I don't know I just thought that was funny <laughs> she sounded so much like her and looked so much like her yeah uh, that uh that was funny to me but I really liked her storyline too I thought that was really sweet and uh I thought that her and um Gina had a uh, nice uh, I think that was her name Gina yes Gina yes that they had really nice chemistry together even though there's only a few scenes it was enough to I think I thought it was nice. And so she, she's uh, going to this uh, retreat. She's going to be going to Hawaii. And if you watched the uh, candy coated Christmas on, uh, on discovery plus this last week, they also had the character was going to go to Hawaii and gets ends up in Christmas destination. Yeah. And (laughs) I've been like Minnesota and I'm like, all this Hawaii shaming. Like all you out there, it's perfectly respectable to go to Hawaii for Christmas. I want you to know. And if you want to bring me along, I'd be happy to go. There you go. That's funny to me. And uh, he says, you're my Don Draper. And, uh, and the boss says, you're my Don Draper. And he's like, this, this, he's one of the most, uh, uh, one of the saddest characters in the history of television. <laughs> he's like, but he had the thing. That was funny to me. I'm like, how many Hallmark watchers watch Mad Men? That's what I was looking at. I was like, I don't know if the Venn diagram is that strong. Yeah. But, <laughs> but anyway, so they end up in Fulton, Illinois. And she doesn't want to take the job, but he they convince her to do it. And at the same time, he's working for the governor who's running for re-election. And evidently the governor is not relatable enough and mm-hmm. so she's needs a big speech and so he gets assigned to write the big speech and I have to say the final speech I mean he had such a struggle to come up with basically <laughs> like I love my family and this is a nice town 
winning speech right there. Yeah. <laughs> Digging real deep here. <laughs> I mean, it's not like he was talking like tax reform or, or criminal justice reform or something like that. It was kind of funny to me. Um, but <laughs> so they're at the train station and she's getting off the train. The parents see her, think that she's with Tyler's character. I forget his name. And uh, says, oh, you know, come with us, come with us. And she gets kind of roped into going with them. And she's confused because he broke up with her. And I thought that that was kind of an interesting wrinkle to it, you know, that she's the one that had been dumped. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, which I feel like usually it's, it's the other way around in these movies. Like you have the bad man of business and that person, right, you right. know, the girl dumps him. And so she was just kind of like, what is happening here? <laughs> I know, but she really just like went with the flow. I mean, she didn't yeah. really say anything. She's just like, oh, okay. Yeah. It's up I in mean, their it's, house. <laughs> it's completely ridiculous. I mean, there's no way that this would happen in any kind of real situation. But the, 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 I think the reason I was thinking about it, that why this, this works so well sometimes and then why it doesn't work. And I think that as long, at least for me, as long as you don't have like an extended scene where the people that were lied to are like, how dare you, you lied to me. Cause then that, that ruins it. It ruins the fun. Mm -hmm. Cause it's such a ridiculous premise that, that you kind of have to suspend your disbelief and just right. be silly. And on fun screen, with it. Not so when they make it into this like drama all of a sudden, then it spoils it. Mm-hmm. And, and that, that was what's so, so nice about this is when they finally do learn the truth, the family, it was like three seconds. And then there was, everything was back yeah. to normal. And that's what you want. Even if that's not realistic, nothing about the situation is realistic. So that's why when you bring in realism, it just ruins it. <laughs> <laughs> right. So <laughs> he's, he's, he's been practicing, making the announcement. He says, oh, she's in the witness protection <laughs> see he also gives that one yeah that was funny and she he gives uh his nephew a giant lollipop which i thought was funny and he's like what uh because his sister is kind of traumatized because she's been through a divorce or breakup Mm -hmm. yeah uh, where they had adopted this child or no she wanted to adopt and then she went through through with it anyway yeah yeah i don't know if they ever said who her partner's name was but she she did not want to adopt or yeah. something and then so she goes off to the partner goes off to california and then she has the she's the basically single mom but she's been very kind of hesitant to you know wearing the mom jeans and, and right. that well, she's like I'm, I'm this old with the single mother living at home <laughs> like, it's not a great yeah. market <laughs> And then, so she, so Bethany's character, she goes to try to stay at the hotel and he's going to tell his family, but they, the other people in her company had made the reservation. And so she couldn't use the reservation or something yeah, happened with the reservation. Up. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and then, so she's like, okay, we'll play along a little bit longer. And, uh, he, he, agrees to and he's like taking sleeping pills yeah that was an interesting wrinkle (laughs) (laughs) he's sleeping in until noon i know the one thing it was interesting and so paul told us when we interviewed him 
we'll put a link down to that. He said that originally he didn't get cast because they thought that the movie was for somebody in their late twenties. And I can see that in the script, like mm-hmm. something like somebody sleeping until noon, some of the insecurities, some of that, it does feel a little bit more late twenties. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so I, yeah, and then it was kind of random like okay and uh, he's taking the sleeping pills and she comes in and and pours the water on his oh my gosh that was so funny (laughs) it's good that was good (laughs) so her guest of who she wants to have open this hotel for her company jackie she's not able to make it because of snow and so then he agrees to get the governor to give the speech instead. And he doesn't really have the governor yet. It's kind of making right. a promise ahead of time. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I like it. And he said, what are you going to do? She says, what are you going to do? Hi, Gov. It's Jamie O. Maybe not. And then he says, maybe not quite like that, but I work with her. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> Hi, Gov. It's Jamie O. And I think that, that, Tyler, he has a way of delivering those kinds of lines, like the, with a certain degree of sort of sarcasm that just is so funny and just works mm-hmm. uh, where, you know, maybe not like that. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think that he is just, he has a confidence about him that is very attractive that I think makes him sell a lot of these scenes. Yeah. I agree. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And even in a character like this, where he, I think it did require a little bit more out of him as far as his acting of him being insecure and him being this person, there's still just that the way he delivers the dialogue is very confident. Yes. Yeah. And uh, so there's this televised, there's going to be this televised Christmas, Christmas address and he's trying to reach the governor uh, he says, the governor, she loves me, <laughs> which I'm sure she would. <laughs> the governor of Illinois probably does love Tyler. Ryan, I'm guessing. Um, so then we have the Caroline scene. That was kind of fun. I thought. Mm-hmm. And, uh, they yeah, s- and isn't that when they, they took the, the mistletoe and put it on a fishing pole. Oh yeah. <laughs> like that's new. That's yeah, fun. That's good. <laughs> and also we got the sister who's a photographer. Yes. Mm-hmm. you know they love That's those right. in homework we should make we one day we should do an episode of the uh the best homework photographers there you go <laughs> yeah would be good <laughs> and he's got writer's block but his sister is uh directing the town pageant uh that was a lot of fun uh they kind of reminded me of love actually you know in love and have you seen love actually I think I have, it's been a really long time. Well, in the pageant in Love Actually, Emma Thompson's child is a lobster. (laughs) She's like, I don't (laughs) remember there being a lobster at Bethlehem. (laughs) And that was kind of like this. (laughs) Yeah. There's a new movie that actually I think will be released, I think, the I think on Friday, um, called single all the way on Netflix, which I loved. And they have a pageant in that movie as well. You've got all the traditional pageants and then you Mm -hmm. have elements. Then you have Jennifer (laughs) Coolidge playing the fairy godmother. (laughs) 
<laughs> which is just she she's like this failed Broadway actress and so mm-hmm. her dream is to like take the show on tour and everything and so she's like I don't know I thought it was hilarious and they were saying, so this, I felt like I guess that's a thing this season is like quirky quirky pageants pageants which I'm a fan of that was really funny and his his sister's taking this very seriously yes during this pageant <laughs> and uh then <laughs> I, I loved the moment where the sister and Tyler are talking and Tyler says, permission to get real with you for a second. I, <laughs> I love that. That was such a good line. Yeah. And they had such a good brother, sister, mm-hmm. um, like dynamic. They really played off each other really well. I thought. Yeah. Um, so he, her son is a going to be Christmas tree in the pageant. And uh, he's not that, ex- he's nervous about it. <laughs> Everyone's taking this pageant very seriously. Yes. And, <laughs> and she basically says, she's like, if you don't, if you don't marry her, I'm going to marry her. <laughs> she's going to be a part <laughs> of our keep family. Her in the family. <laughs> yeah. That was good. I also liked that the sister had a she shed. That was oh funny. my goodness. Yes. <laughs> this movie made me really want to have a she shed. I was like, I need to get with this. <laughs> We'd like to take a second and thank our sponsor for this episode of the podcast. It's the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Are you looking for that perfect gift for the postable, hardy, or Hallmarkie in your life? What about getting that t-shirt or hoodie that will help you stand out at your next holiday party? Now is the time to check out the Hallmarkies Merch Store. Full of festive designs by artists like Jessica Miller, Carrie from Hallmark Comics, and more. You can even have more than just shirts, but totes, cell phone cases, notebooks, mugs, and more. And it isn't just Hallmark. We have designs for Anna Green Gables, Man from Snowy River, The Nanny, and more. Every purchase at the merch store goes to help support the podcast and allows us to make the great content you know and love. There are frequent sales, so go to tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies or see the link in the description. That's tpublic.com slash stores slash Hallmarkies. And uh, he's like, well, I'm not alone. He's like, you will be in a few minutes because I'm leaving. (laughs) Uh, so then uh the uh she's talking to his dad and uh, he says how did you know that you were in love with mom and the dad says whenever we're apart i feel like a piece of me is missing which is so sweet sweet. (laughs) so sweet (laughs) i did love how so they have the they get get on your coats get your coats and then they're out it's operation get emily back (laughs) And the whole time the Nutcracker Suite is playing, which I thought was really fun. Yeah, they had a fun, that was a really fun like <laughs> musical tie in there, mm-hmm. driving the scene. <laughs> so then uh, the, um, uh, the, he, so he, he got the governor the speech, but then the governor ends up canceling because mm-hmm. her daughter has an asthma attack. And, and then, so Emily leaves because she's so upset about this. She thinks she's going to lose her job mm-hmm. and everything. And he says, I'm tired of making decisions out of fear. And, uh, so also he, I forgot, he overhears her talking when he's doing the play with one of the photographers and mm-hmm. says, uh, the three months in the Cayman Island sounds good to me. That's what yeah. the photographer says. And so he thinks that, oh, she's going off to the Cayman Islands, which why wouldn't she? Right. She's been dumped by him. 
Yeah. <laughs> just why not go to the Cayman Islands? I would. I would still go, even if you were together three months. Right. <laughs> exactly. I mean, I would still go. Uh, but yeah, he, he is a unicorn in uh <laughs> he says, I come to save Christmas. <laughs> come to save Christmas with the power of love. <laughs> that oh. was funny. That was funny. And so, and, and I loved how they could give the slow clap in, in the audience. Then. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> and uh, he, she says, I'm really tired of feeling like a yo-yo. And I, she says, I'm the one that's a fool and I'm the one who's hurt and I'm done lying to them. And that's when they all overhear. And, uh, and mm-hmm. again, I like the fact that it wasn't like a, really a thing at all that they weren't. Yeah. Like, they were more just like bummed. Cause they're like, Oh, like she's not going to stay and be part of the family. Yeah. <laughs> right. And then they immediately are in team. Let's get our coats operation. Get Emily back. Super cute. Mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and so then he says, when they, when they meet at the uh, train station, he says, I'm so tired of making decisions out of fear. And he says, I never stopped loving you. I just don't think I believed in myself enough to fight for it. Will you stay? And, uh, and so she says, oh, I turned down the job in the Cayman Islands. Mm-hmm. And then our beginning is, I'm so sorry you had to see me as a unicorn. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And then the kiss was like, it was a Ooh. va-va-boom. It was a kiss. That was a, that was a kiss. This is very passionate. It was. It was a lifetime kiss, not a homework. I know. <laughs> which was good. Uh, so, so yeah, this was a fun movie. I, I, I really enjoyed it. I thought the banter was good. I thought the chemistry was good. I, I, you know, really liked the family. Uh, and so I think that this would be a really good kind of gateway film. If you want to introduce people to Hallmark movies, I feel like this mm-hmm. is pretty accessible. Yeah. To people. So yeah. What would you give it out of five crowns? I gave it a four and a half. I thought it was really good. Um, you know, everyone who knows me knows I love the comedy and this one had a lot of humor. Mm -hmm. Oh, one thing we didn't talk about was the whole bar bartender scene with in the club. And yeah, I'm glad you mentioned that. Like we're a couple, we're a couple of frauds. (laughs) And then they had the tag at the very end where he's like running away from them. But it also was hilarious when they're all out to dinner and then there's that waiter there. <laughs> under the table shenanigans <laughs> yeah yeah that was really funny i'm glad you remembered that yeah. but <laughs> he yeah, also so it four and a half he also talks a lot about how he's the type of person that wants everything to be perfect mm-hmm. and that it scares things relatable scares him when when p- things aren't perfect which i can certainly i understand you know that uh that you sort of expose your own imperfections your own insecurity uh, mm-hmm. when you, when you, you know, when you're vulnerable for a relationship. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, yeah. So there we go. They also make the wish that was cute. And then he says on the wishing star shooting star. And he says, I'll just have to wait and see if it comes true. <laughs> <laughs> That's That's so yeah, I will give it a 5 as well. I, I really did enjoy it. It was a lot of fun. I liked the scene when they were dancing outside of the fountain. That mm-hmm. was fun. So it was, it, it had a lot of really swoon worthy moments and it was well cast. 
and it was funny. So it's yeah. going to go a long way and it's going to go a long way. Also, when she's eating that new giant hot dog, that kind of made me laugh. Too. Yes. Oh, and we had the Andrew Walker cameo. Oh yeah. <laughs> Can't forget our cameos. Mm-hmm. Walker table for two. Yeah. This one was really quick. Yeah. Yeah. I think that, that if we're ranking the cameos, what, how would you rank? We've gotten three. Yes, we had, we had Andrew Walker. We had Paul, Paul Campbell, Campbell. Who was and the then other one? Tyler in Andrew's movie. You know, I never, I never caught Tyler's. Oh, really? <laughs> I totally, I think I must've been looking down or like not maybe. I never actually saw it. I have to go back and look at that one. Um, I think, I was, well, since I didn't see one of them, Paul Campbell's was pretty fun. I thought. Mm-hmm. yeah I think Tyler's was actually was my favorite and maybe that's because it was the first and so yeah. it was more but of a surprise to all of them like I knew I because I watched them like after I knew about mm-hmm. them so it kind of yeah. it kind of ruins it when you're not surprised <laughs> well also I have to say Tyler told us about Andrew's cameo when we were interviewing him but of course we were sworn to not we had to we didn't yeah. tell but uh but yeah it was a it was a hard secret to keep <laughs> <laughs> But I like the whole idea of it. I think it's fun. It yeah, just adds a a, another layer. Yeah, especially when you don't know it's coming. Because mm-hmm. like in the time for us, whichever one, like everyone knew like Allison was going to be in that one for a little bit because she was like oh. in the credits. <laughs> oh, there's a fourth one. I do see. I actually didn't even know about that one. In the, yeah, in but the they've been like for... announcing her name whenever they announced the movie. So it's like, mm-hmm. you know, that one's coming. Yeah. But yeah. these ones are fun because you don't know. Right. Well, and she was part of the franchise. Right. So, so she was in the third movie. And so uh, yeah. that that makes uh, that makes more sense. It's kind of a more like the evergreen movies. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. But I would encourage them to do this and and like maybe even make them. I, I understood because Tyler was saying like he didn't want to take a role from somebody who needed the role, you know, and. Uh, and, uh, and so I understand that, but it'd be fun if they had maybe something slightly more substantive, just like a little, a little scene, like it would be hilarious if like one of the hall stars was playing Santa or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. That would be really funny. <laughs> be the magical Santa. <laughs> but, but yeah, it was a good, it was a good film. I really enjoyed it. So you'll have to let us know what you think in the comment section, uh, or on Twitter. We'd love to hear your thoughts about either of these films and uh, and we have interviews with both Paul and Tyler uh, so from this season mm-hmm. uh, so you definitely want to check those out they're a lot of fun uh, but uh, but Jess how can people follow you on social you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jess BSW blog great and you can find me at Rachel's reviews all of our social media iTunes YouTube and on Rotten Tomatoes so please check that out also, make sure you're following the podcast at Home Keys Pod and Home Keys Podcast, all of our social media. And if you are listening on iTunes, please leave your ratings and reviews. We really, really need that those reviews that helps people define the podcast. We also have our patron group, which is really fun. We have giveaways. We have our watch-alongs. Our next one is going to be with director David Weaver. Uh, on the 16th, we are going to be watching Christmas Town, uh, which is one of my favorites from recent years. So that's going to be a lot of fun to hear all of his behind the scenes details. So sign up for the Patreon. We sure appreciate it. We also have our merch store. It's really for gifts, for the Hardy postable, for the Hallmark fan in your life, for just the movie fan in your life. We've got lots of fun designs. Please take a look and we wish you appreciate it. So all that information is in the description and thanks so much, Jess. This was a lot of fun and uh, yeah, Merry Christmas, everybody. 
Merry Christmas. Bye. <laughs>